Hi, this is Asian Miles Apart. We are three friends who met in the UK and now live miles apart from home in different countries. I'm Regina in Hong Kong. I'm Pin in London. And I'm Crystal in Singapore. Join us weekly as we discuss our lives abroad from an Asian perspective. So, teenagers, Wikipedia defines a teenager as someone between 13 to 19 years old, a period of time that feels quite long ago for us now. Today, we are going to revisit that period of our lives. So, all the good and the bad, the fun and the ugly, and to be honest, mostly very cringy stuff. I think it's quite amazing to look back and see how far we've come and grown as adults, but very often we'll get a notification from Facebook on memories, and we'll cringe when we see photos or comments that we left on Facebook 10 years ago. So I think all of us have gone back to our older posts and dug out some very embarrassing stuff, and we're just going to share that now. Uh, so who wants to go first? Does Krista want to go first? <laughs> um, who has the most embarrassing stories? Reluctantly. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I can start first. Um, so I think to give a little bit of context, I think need to maybe explain my personality at this age, right? Like today, I would say that I am quite a serious person. And yeah, I am like a bit no bullshit <laughs> type. But when I look back at my Facebook, oh my god, the horror is so real. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just the stuff that I've written on my Facebook page is crazy. So I'm going to read a few for comedic effect for everyone. I'm really curious what you wrote because I think Crystal today, as I know, she's a very private person. So Crystal doesn't really, she doesn't post no. anything on Facebook or Instagram these days. So I'm really looking forward to see what was she like before 10 years ago. Yeah, so I found one when I just moved to the UK. And I'm not the type who ever want to post anything on Facebook at all. This is the first one that I wrote in 14th October 2009. I was 19 years, years old to be exact. It might not be cringy to some, but it's cringy to me lah. <laughs> I said, out to find a better part of me. <laughs> oh my god I got another one And can you imagine me I mean you guys know me so well Me saying this okay <laughs> Life is not measured By the number of breaths We take But by the moments That take our breath away Oh my goodness <laughs> I'm like Wow Oh all my hairs are like standing <laughs> Did going to UK Like inspired you All this poetry <laughs> I have no idea. And this is the most profound comment I made. My third and last one. I wrote, Damn, I'm missing Maggie Goring Ayam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what it was was that back then, the way we saw Facebook posts was more of like a conversation. So whatever we were thinking, we would just use it as a medium to say it's like, I miss X or... I want to eat this or I'm yeah. craving this. And then everyone will start commenting. Yeah. Like it's a conversation. That's yeah. 30 comments or something. Whereas obviously we don't do that now. But yeah, I think back then it was a thing. Yeah, I think it, it was also a time where WhatsApp didn't exist, right? So 
we didn't really have WhatsApp where we can just text someone and start a conversation. So Facebook was a way to communicate our ideas and I would even go out to my friend's timeline and drop a message when we would just never do that anymore these days. <laughs> if we want to talk to the person, we would just like WhatsApp or text the person. Yeah. Okay, I think now that the pain has ended, I'm trying to find a bonus one for everyone, but it seems like I've deleted most of it. I mean, firstly, I privatized my Facebook quite a lot, so no one can see anything already. But I deleted some of the posts because I, myself, cannot bear to look back at them. So it's quite a surprise that I missed a few and was able to share. So I think it's time for you guys to bear the pain. (laughs) You know, in your post, you mentioned, damn, I really miss me goring ayam, right? And then I look back at what I wrote on my timeline and I realised that we loved the word damn a lot when we were young. <laughs> I still like it lah. I mean, I still use it. I mean, I still I don't use it in every sentence but I feel like last time in A-level or in college time, you would use damn for everything. Yeah, I know, I know. So like mean. one of my posts that now I look back, October 30, 2007. This was before I moved to the UK and I say it's damn damned tired <laughs> I put like two damn in there and that's all <laughs> wait wait what did you say I am damn damn tired no is damn damn tired <laughs> oh like Regina is damn damn tired right okay wow <laughs> I don't understand did you, get, did you get understand yeah yeah understand you're just saying that you are damn damn tired but you didn't say I am you just yeah. say is damn damn tired yeah yeah, because like, you know, on Facebook, it will show your name and then I would just go, okay, Regina, and then it's, uh, it's damn, damn tired. <laughs> I feel like we somehow, the similarity so far between your post and mine is that we like to share what we are doing or how we are feeling, which is so weird because now I think we wouldn't be sharing our feelings so openly. Yeah, to the public. Yeah, I have a similar one. So this was in 2010. I think it was close to uni exam time where I posted on my wall and said... Way too relaxed. Good or bad? I mean, what the hell does that even mean? Am I asking people whether it's good or bad? I'm way too relaxed. <laughs> yeah, I wrote one also. Um, I found another one. Oh gosh, it's 2am in the morning here and I just woke up from sleep. Great. Just great. Who wants to know that I just woke up from sleep? Did anyone like or comment on it? Yeah, one person. <laughs> oh, I'm dying inside. And I have a very good one with Reg, actually. So this was back in 2019. Oh, so 2019. Oh my goodness. 2009. So this was when Reg and I were in London and we were doing some shopping in Zara. And I tried on this really furry short coat and we took a selfie, obviously, like in the mirror. And then Regina commented and said, <clears throat> I'm trying to imitate Reg's voice now. That bloated bunny <laughs> face girl with OMFG fat legs is not me, was what she said. <laughs> and then I replied to that comment and said in caps, OMG Reg, you call that fat legs? Mine is gigantic then. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, somehow I'm just picturing like those blonde moments. Yeah. Sorry to all the blondes, but it sounds very... <laughs> it definitely sounds like that. <laughs> it definitely sounds like that. Yeah, oh my god. it was so bad. Oh my god, my legs are so fat. See, I wasn't fat back then, but then I did gain about 5kg after I arrived in the UK. Speaking of posting photos, I have this kind of gross image of my feet. <laughs> Your feet? Yeah. This was August 2009. I think I was probably back in Malaysia for summer holiday. 
And then I probably went for a pedicure and had like a purple colored nails. And the caption says, I love my super studded sandals. And it was just gross. Like now that I look at it, like why would anyone post a picture of their feet in sandals and in such <laughs> close up? Oh God, you're like pleasing all the foot fetish people out there. Oh, Let me just paste it in a uh, Google sheet right now for you guys to, <laughs> to see. Do we want to see these? Oh, you have to see it. Yeah, so a lot of embarrassing stuff happened to us. I mean, it was not embarrassing back then, but now when we look back at it, it felt really embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, for me, like, I look back at my photos. One thing still hasn't changed. I don't like to take selfie. So I actually do not have any selfie at all. It's always like group pictures that someone else took. So that's quite interesting. (laughs) Yeah, whereas I love taking selfies. I don't really do that now, but yeah, I just loved taking selfies. So now that we've recollected and looked back at our Facebook posts, let's look back at our like age 13 to 19, our experiences. So how would you guys describe your teenage years? What kind of teenager were you? Were you rebellious? Were you like a goody two-shoes, teacher's pet? Um, yeah, go tell us all kinds of stories, ready to hear. Yeah, so I can go first. I was not rebellious whatsoever. Like, I just really listened to teachers and my parents. So I think up to pre-college, so before I moved to the UK, I was actually a very routine teenager. I was very studious. I spent a lot of time studying, going for tuition classes, and I was doing all these extracurricular activities. And also my parents were quite strict with me. And I absolutely listened to them. So I didn't really spend a lot of time with friends, you know, hanging out in malls after school and things like that. Yeah, I was like a sort of good girl back in high school. And then I think it changed when I moved to the UK. When I went to the UK, I had this whole new set of freedom that I didn't know existed. And I just went rogue. Yeah, and I really neglected my studies. I felt like I just didn't really know how to control that new gain freedom. And when I think back to it now, I wish that perhaps I was given a little bit more freedom back when I was in Malaysia to learn how to actually exert self-control on myself rather than being controlled by someone else, if that makes sense. I think a good balance would be great. So it would probably help me manage my life a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, I think you made a very good point about having more authority over your life when you were a teenager, right? Because if we look at students overseas, since young, when they're like in primary school, they started either walking to school or they would take public transport to schools. Whereas us who grew up in Malaysia, we would have to rely on our parents to drive us to school. And at least among us, I think, we don't take public transport to schools. Mm. So I think that makes quite a lot of difference. And even on weekends, we rely on our parents a lot to go around town. So I think that makes quite a lot of difference. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm completely different from you guys. Between the ages of 13 to 15, I had too much authority (laughs) over Mm. my own life because my parents were both working. I mean, I didn't do anything really notorious or anything. But yeah, I, I would say between the ages of 13 to 15, I would say like that's my rebellious phase. I started off my first year in high school at maybe top 10. You know, you have placings right in class. Mm. And within, 
within six months I went to the second last position in my class that's so drastic literally every day after I come home I'll spend four to six hours on the phone every day and it got so bad that at one point my mom found the phone bill and it was 400 ringgit which is a lot yeah 20 years ago for a phone line it's insane yeah so when I went to 16 which is when we start to become more mature, I guess. I don't know. I felt I became more mature at 16. And that's when I really mixed with a better group of people who were better for me, I feel. Better influencers. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, I wouldn't say I was rebellious. But I, I wasn't in a studious group. I was in a so-called cool kids group. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. And then my group of friends, we were quite boyish. We talked very loud in class. I guess we can come across as quite intimidating to other people. Some of the boys call us the Taikaze in oh class, goodness. which you know translates to the big sisters, which is not a very nice name to be honest, to be called that in high school. But did you feel a sense of pride at that time to be called a big sister? Yeah. Okay, but now you look back, you're like, oh my gosh. No, I think back then we didn't mind so much. It's not like we're trying to like, impress the guys in our class anyway. <laughs> So yeah, like I said, I wasn't like the studious type. But then I think back then, I was more active in the extracurricular activities. I guess it's fair that they would call me and my girlfriends Daikaze because we really like to take charge and we would lead the class and tell the class what to do in class performance. So I think that was a really fun time for me in high school. And I think all these Daikaze moments have developed a lot of skills that has become very useful when we grew up, I felt. Yeah. Mm, interesting because for me I feel like I would never want to live my childhood days ever again I would say 110% my life is so much better now than when I was a kid I would never want to go back just because I feel it's so tough being a kid it felt like I had to deal with a lot of childish behaviours both from my side as well as from other people Mm. and I was in a girls school so I feel it was extra bad Mm. The drama and the nonsense, especially between the ages of 13 to 15, which is ridiculous. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that anything in my life up till like 18, 19 actually developed me in any way. <laughs> oh, okay. That's interesting. Wow. I-, I guess I was quite fortunate to be in a co-ed school and also be surrounded by a bunch of people who just wasn't bullish. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say though, I went to a co-ed school and there was definitely bullying as well. I guess bullying comes in different forms, right? But there was a point where we had a school forum and people could go on anonymously and say different things. Oh god. OMG. And you know, they came up with polls that say, who is the prettiest girl in class X? And they'll put names and then people oh, will gosh. vote and then you can yeah. see like, A, you're either not nominated or B, you're like nominated and you're at the mm. bottom of the pile. And it's just really bad, I feel, to teenager self-esteem, you know, like you're in high school and you're trying to fit in and people are saying that you're fat or ugly and whatnot. Yeah, it was not good. I mean, there were parts of school that I really liked, but yeah, the whole like school forum thing was a part that I just do not want to go back to. Yeah, 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 I can understand. Anyway, it's (laughs) putting the heavier topics aside, I suppose. So what are some of your memorable firsts? or some of the stupid things that you've done <laughs> when you were a teenager. So many, so many. If you remember, I mentioned that between the ages of 13 to 15 for myself, I was quite rebellious and it was crazy. Um, you know, obviously when you're young, your parents be like, oh, go to bed at 10 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I would literally switch off my lights at 10. And when my parents went to sleep at 12, I would sneak into the room next door to switch on the computer and go on. And I had to Google this because I couldn't remember what it was called. 
ICQ. Do you guys remember ICQ? Yeah. I was like, what is that platform called? The one where you had an ID. I had to go and yeah. Google. It was quite funny. It was like, MSN? No, eh, not MSN. It's something before MSN. So yeah, I would go on ICQ. I would like talk to my friends, talk to boys from others because I was in a girl's school, right? So it was insane. And then Friendster. <laughs> Do you guys remember? It was like Facebook. Yes. And then I remember I, I, when I was 13 to 15, I was going through <laughs> this punk rock phase. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was the time Avril Lavigne was really popular It was crazy yeah. I'm just cringing Talking about all these things Yeah I can remember The Avril Lavigne face I guess she kind of Influenced the fashion style Of my teenage year a lot Yes The 2000 fashions It was almost What Avril would wear I'm just trying to think I think we used to wear A lot of Super low-waisted jeans I don't know if you used to wear that Yes, 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 yes Same and it's so yeah. low that when you squat down, you can almost guarantee to see the butt crack. For sure. <laughs> you, you have to pull up your jeans to make sure that you don't show your butt crack when you like squat down, like bend down. <laughs> and also, I cannot remember the term for it, but what do you call labaku in English? You know, the one that flares out at the bottom? Um, boot cut or something they call it? I don't know. But it's like low waist and boot cut or something. Oh, is it boot cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, the labaku was a big thing back then. <laughs> Really? I don't remember this thing. Like. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more in primary school. Then after that it turned into more like skinny jeans. Yeah. I remember I always wear t shirt with slogans. Uh, not slogans, like quotes. I don't know how to say. Like huge words. Yeah. And then it would say something stupid. I remember I had this shirt that said, Look at me or something. I went through a completely different phase. I think I was very girly all along. I very rarely wore t shirts. It was a lot of skirts and things with floral patterns. I have no idea, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think I was more like Crystal, more like the punk rock style. And then I even remember like there was a lot of like studs. <laughs> it has to be oh like my God, kind yes. of gothic. The belt would have a lot of studs. Studs, yes. I must have some, some sort of studs on me <laughs> to look cool, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, any relationships or a crush um, during your teenage years? Or any drama over guys or boys? Yeah, pin can go. <laughs> It's like Reg knows that I had dramas. <laughs> My first boyfriend was actually back in high school. Wow. Um, That only lasted... Wait, wait, boyfriend... Wait, wait, I need to clarify before you go on with this story. Did you guys hold hands or kiss? We held hands for maybe 10 minutes, but that was it. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, it was bad. No, so it only lasted for <laughs> two months. Crystal certified yes together. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. Like he was also my classmate. Uh, and obviously I couldn't tell my mum, like my parents, because I don't think they would have approved anyway. Yeah. So it's just a secret relationship. And as I mentioned earlier, I was very studious, right? I didn't really have any chance to hang out outside of school. So I think Okay, I might be wrong, but I'm fairly sure that in our two-month relationship, we've probably only hung out in malls together like twice, but we've also other friends present. So it was a very unexciting relationship. We didn't even kiss. We just held hands in the mall. Yeah. And after 10 minutes, I got so nervous because it was also a mall that my mom would go to. So I was like, what if I just yeah. walk into her and then she see me holding hands with this guy out? So after 10 minutes, I was like, you know what? I'm too stressed to do this. <laughs> Let's just walk next to each other. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was just so weird. And honestly, to kids out there, if you think of doing this, do not do this. I folded 999 stars for him on Valentine's Day, okay? That's so sweet. I bought this heart-shaped glass bottle and I stayed up the whole night. I had to hide in one of the other rooms and told my mom, okay la, kids do not lie. But I told my mom that I would have a lot of homework to do. So I have to like stay in this room and do it throughout the night. So I folded 999 stars. And I even bought these like small strips of paper with like a cute love message, a different one on each of them, and then roll them up into a scroll and then put oh them into the stars. And I, when I gave it to him, I told him that whenever you feel sad, you can just take out one of these scrolls and it will soothe you. Like, oh, this, it is <laughs> so Classic. terrible. You definitely learn it from a Taiwanese drama. <laughs> I think so. You must have taken so long to write, to wrap that thing, the whole night, is it? Like literally? Yeah, I, I think I stayed up to four or five. Oh my god. Pin, did you have any crush story? Yeah, I, okay, so just, I guess, as a background, I didn't have that many crushes because my pattern is that I used to have a crush on someone and that it will stay there for a really long time. So yeah, I've probably had like three crushes or something in high school and some in college, I guess. But yeah, I had a crush on this guy who was my close friend for like a few years but obviously nothing happened and I got together with that first boyfriend that I told you guys and then we broke up but it was really bad so many dramas came out of it so the guy that I had a crush on for a few years he got together with a friend you know I was heartbroken and all of that and then we had this competition where I think she won or got a better rank or something than me and I honestly I completely lost it you know when you were young you were like first she got the guy and now she got this prize (laughs) and I was just like why must she take everything away from me she has the entire world Honestly, it was super dramatic. (laughs) And then one day after school, so the classroom was empty. It was just me, my best friend from high school, and this friend. And I just lost it. I was holding files and books on my hand, and I just threw them across the classroom. Okay, one point I have to add is, I was obviously very upset with the situation, but during that period of time, I kind of developed a crush for this other person. Let's call him guy number two or something. Oh my goodness. The moment I threw it, and this was after school, guy number two walked past my classroom and witnessed, how did that even happen? (laughs) Taiwanese drama. (laughs) It's like scripted. Yeah, can I just get this right? So you were in love with guy one, and... You were also in love with Guy too from your story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say in love, but I was still very upset over the whole Guy One situation because obviously I had a crush on him for a few years and then he got together with a friend. So I guess it was more like jealousy than anything else at that point. And I kind of had a crush on Guy number two. Oh my god, this is such a Taiwanese drama moment. <laughs> it's hilarious. This incident is just so ingrained in my head. Every time I want to lose my shit, I was like... Oh, someone important could be walking past at this very moment <laughs> and witness the whole thing. Do not do it. <laughs> wow. I think my high school crushes stories are not as exciting as yours. Not as dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you had a boyfriend, right, Reg? Tell us about this first boyfriend. Yeah, I had like a puppy love, I would say. It's not so dramatic like yours. It was more like sweet, you know? <laughs> I think it was back in when I was um, 15 years old. There was this guy in my class. I, he, he's quite funny. He's quite talented in music. And we all know that because we all like to do choreography and music performance together in school. So I think we were texting a little bit. And I at one point, he confessed. But at that point of time, I was interested in another guy. I was texting another guy a lot. 
So I think I told him that I wasn't interested in him. Ooh. And I guess like he just stopped pursuing and then we, got, we kind of stopped texting. And then the next two years, he got bummed down to the second class. Very bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> two years down the line, my class was working on a band and dance performance for Teacher's Day. Then I suggested to my class that, okay, why don't we find this guy to help out in choreographing music because he's really good in piano and also guitar. So we knew that we, didn't, we wanted to perform this song, but back then we had no Google resources. So we can't just go online and find out okay, what's the score and chords for this piece of music. So we found him like to help us. So I was playing piano and he played guitar. So he choreographed this piece where we have to play a four-handed piano piece together towards the end of the song. Oh, wow. <laughs> that means he has to come and sit next to me while we both play the piano together. <laughs> Ooh. And I remember that he smells so good. <laughs> oh my god. That's, okay, that's creepy. And then my heart just raced so fast. Oh, this is like drama as well. <laughs> my god, yeah, it was totally like a drama moment. And I think at some point, towards the end of the year, we were sitting for exams. And then I think I told my friend that, you know what, I think I was starting to like him. And I think back then, I kind of knew that if I tell someone, someone would tell someone else and like eventually got to him. So it did get to him in the end. So I think from that moment onwards, we kind of sort of got together and like he would come and talk to me during recess time. And then we would take long walks in school. <laughs> oh, so wholesome. Wait, so did he officially <laughs> ask you though? I guess so. I can't remember now, but I guess he did. So we had like a first date going to the cinema together. And that was like the first time I, you know, had like a proper date with my so-called boyfriend. I remember that he reached his hands out, probably towards my hand. But I think he touched my stomach <laughs> accidentally. And my whole body just jolted. I was in shock. I literally like jumped. And then I didn't say anything. I was kind of like awkward. And then he must have felt that I jumped, right? Because like, at the point of time, no one has touched my stomach oh before, my okay? <laughs> it's so <laughs> intimate. <laughs> so like, I think he put his hand behind me or so. And then I leaned back, right? On the cinema seat. I could only feel his hand. Like, my back wasn't on the cinema seat at all. Oh it was God. so Ooh. uncomfortable. And I was just super stiff and I didn't say anything. <laughs> like two hours? No, no, no. It must have been like one minute, I think. And eventually, he just lifted his hand. And I guess just held my hands. Oh. Yeah, you know like high school sweetheart stories is always kind of like awkward and both of you are very shy and then don't quite know what to do. Every single movement that he did that kind of like excite you a bit. And I think my first kiss was also in the mall. <laughs> or was it with the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> my guy. I guess we were together for about maybe three months and I was getting ready to go to the UK. So we knew that, okay, it's going to be the last time we meet each other. So at the point of time, we only held hands and we hugged goodbye. And then he said one word, kiss. <laughs> and I think I must have kissed him on the cheek. And then he said one word, lip. Oh my goodness. Oh, so it's a bit awkward. Oh my god. And I think we okay, kissed on the lips. Kind of... <laughs> it's super awkward, my god. Yeah, that's like a good old teenage yeah, love story. Wait, so you broke up with him when you came to the UK, right? I think after a few months when you were here. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I broke up with him over MSN. It was very cold-hearted. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, speaking of MSN, right? I remember, Pin, we used to spend a lot of time on MSN and things like ICQ. Do you have any fond memories of using MSN to chat with your crushes or, like, 
anyone when you were younger? Yeah. I'm sure we all did, man. Because <laughs> I went to a, an all-girls school, right? So for me, MSN was the only, or ICQ. I can't remember which, but it was the only avenue to talk to other boys. So it would be... I don't know how I got to know this boy. Yeah, I wanted to ask, like, what was the bridging medium? I think this one was either friends or friends or tuition classes. Yeah, but I don't think I went to any... I don't even know how I know this guy because we don't have any crossovers. So I think it's probably a friend or a friend. But I remember it was so freaking dramatic. Oh, just thinking about it now makes me sick. <laughs> I remember we spoke for a long time. We would, like, chat on MSN. And then, obviously, we liked each other and stuff. I remember I was like, oh, you know... I'm not going to have a relationship till I'm 18. I don't even know where I got this number. It's so random. I'm not going to have a relationship till I'm 18. I want to study hard first. I don't want to disappoint my parents. Like, you know, I made up this whole dramatic scene. And the guy was like, yes, I will wait for you till you're 18. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was freaking hilarious. But we never held hands. Never kissed. Nothing. Anyway, so I don't know what happened. But one day, we finally met up face to face. It was freaking hilarious. I remember he was sitting next to me and I, the build-up was very long. Like, he's like, oh my god, I'm finally like, sitting with my crush. He's next to me. He finally joined my tuition class after a lot of convincing. And then this is the most hilarious part. He was writing notes and I looked at his handwriting and I'm like, holy crap, those are really ugly <laughs> handwriting. And literally, my crush went from 100% to negative <laughs> within that split second. Just because of his handwriting. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy is so... <laughs> Not my ideal type. My ideal type, everything is perfect, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Lah. I, I don't know. Oh, I was so immature. Then I remember he was like, oh, I'm still waiting for you till you're 18. I was like, you must be crazy. That's what I replied to him. <laughs> I'm so bad. I was like, don't be crazy. Wow, that was 14 years old. I'm so cold-hearted. And I'm like insane, basically, at that point in time. Wow. That, that was the only crazy memory. Yeah. And I don't know, Reg, if you remember this, but you know how on MSN, if you um, play like a music, then it, you can show it on your status? Do you remember this? And it shows like listening to XYZ. And then one of our friends was watching porn. And then it says listening to... And it was a title that was obviously porn. Like some XXX. And then like everyone saw it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so embarrassing. Yeah, I remember you you guys told me about it after that. But I yeah, I, I didn't see it when it happened. But uh, gosh, I can't imagine how embarrassing it would be. That was the one thing I remembered. It sounds like we all have a very mixed teenagehood. A lot of funny stories, a lot of cringy moments. Mm -hmm. So I think looking back now, obviously like we all have very mixed experience. If there's one thing that you can tell your teenage self, what would it be? So for me, I think I would tell myself that studies is not everything. Yes, I acknowledge that it's very important. So work hard like I did, but you know, cut myself some slack and just have fun with friends. And I would actually tell myself to pick up a hobby. Sorry, I know it's more than one now. I would tell myself to use a tampon. Sorry, this is a topic for another day. I would tell myself that you are not fat. <laughs> That's it. Oh, wow. Well, you have come a long way. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I think I'll tell myself, like, it's okay. Your time will come. You're still finding your way. All these things, right? It happens now. It doesn't really matter. You will not remember it. Even if you remember it, it's just, like, a thing of the past. I think I would tell myself that if you do something, like you take an action and it's embarrassing and you're like thinking, oh my god, what would people think of me? And you're constantly having anxiety over what other people think of you. Actually, no one gives mm. a crap about. You know, no one yeah. cares. Um, mm -hmm. So there's no need to be so self-conscious. And yeah, stand up for yourself, I guess. That that would be what I would tell myself. Mm. Regina? 
Yeah, I feel like listening to both of your stories, it seems like I was really just in my bubble and like in my shell when I was in my teenagehood. I guess I was quite sheltered and I wasn't really exposed to all this bullying and teenage anxiety moment because I was quite innocent, I guess. You know, I had a very good group of friends and the relationships that I had with my friends really built my confidence and I was really grateful Mm -hmm. for them. I think if there's one thing that I would tell myself is to really enjoy the moment, enjoy the innocence and really take in every moment in your teenagehood. Definitely spend more time with your family because I didn't realize how much I would not see my family after I left Malaysia and moved to the UK. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. I see my family maybe just once a year. And, you know, we took it for granted when we were still staying at home. And I wish I spent more time thinking how wonderful it is to enjoy the time we have with our family. So appreciate when you can and spend more time kissing your dogs because they will not stay forever. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one actually. The one on spending time with family. I totally agree with that. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, share it with your friends and follow us on your favorite podcast players, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And please leave us some ratings and reviews. We would also like to hear from you. So drop us any questions at asianmilesapart at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at Asian Miles Apart. Bye!